This is the EPLOG audio experience. Film is clearly a sophisticated art, possibly the most important art of the 20th century with a rather complex history of theory and practice, writes James Monaco in his book How to Read a Film. So far in our podcast, The Artists, we have had filmmakers, writers, critics, programmers from some of the top film festivals, musicians, thinkers, defining their combinatorial skills. We at Metaphysical Lab have been striving to expand the realm of our podcast, which in turn gives a wider uh, canvas to the understanding of our experiences. And also we have tied up with Epilogue Media, the podcasting network. So you can find us on their website, epilogmedia slash the artists. And of course, you can continue to listen to us on the platforms that you choose from Apple Podcasts to Spotify to GeoSavan to Google Podcasts. Everything is mentioned in the description. And of course, you can reach us uh, on the WhatsApp number and our email ID. I'm your host, Suchita, and I'm looking forward to a wonderful journey ahead with all of you. Hi guys, welcome to episode 44th of our podcast, The Artists. And today we are talking about a very interesting subject, filmmaking and entrepreneurship. Filmmakers generally do not want to talk about the business of filmmaking, but depending on how you want to make your film, what is the kind of uh, independent film you want to make, uh, most of the time it becomes imperative for uh, them to take charge of the entire process. So today we have with us a Praveen Mochale, an independent filmmaker who firmly believes in producing his own films. Praveen has won a lot of awards, including UNESCO Gandhi Medal 2018 for Cinematic Excellence. His film, Walking with the Wind, won three national awards, 2017. Praveen's last film, Widow of Silence, was part of a lot of film festivals, including Rotterdam, Busan, Gothenburg, etc. Currently, it's playing on Movie India, so do go and check it out. Hi, Praveen. Welcome to our podcast, The Artist. And uh, thank you for taking our time and being part of this show. And uh, I was seeing your beautiful, beautiful film, uh, Widow of Silence. It was so beautiful and serene and I I'm, I'm still have to like complete it. But it was so well conceived in the tone and the visual treatment was so nice. Where did the film come from? Where did the story come from? Uh, first of all, thank you very much for uh, uh, inviting me to discuss. Sure. The story of uh, Widow of Silence... Uh, came when I was reading one newspaper uh, article mm-hmm. and uh, it was all about half widows and the word half widow was very you know, hurting me mm-hmm. what exactly it means and I was not aware of that time mm-hmm. and uh, within a couple of hours I did a lot of research online uh, articles and uh, some uh, court cases were all available on you know internet I could read and then found that uh, these women are having a very tough life. They are having a social, political, economical, sexual kind of exploitation. Mm-hmm. And uh, within, uh, I think, a couple of weeks, two or three weeks, I was in Srinagar uh, to do basic research, uh, you know, to understand what exactly is the issues with these women. Mm-hmm. And I met a couple of women over there and... Uh, the turning point came when uh, one lady told me, one half-widow, 
that why you want to make a movie or even to write about us because everybody wants to you know make movies or write or everything on us but nobody cares us that we are alive mm. that was very very uh, hurting question yes. and then i decided that i should make a movie on uh, plight of these women uh, tell me pravin why did you decide uh, to be a filmmaker uh, it's not a very conscious decision that i should be a filmmaker uh, in fact i was doing a lot of other things after doing my masters in management yes and uh, in fact i was having a theater background i did a lot of theaters over a, you know last 10 years or something like that after my college and uh, master degree mm-hmm. but you know uh, when i see all these uh, situations are you know is uh, stories happening around mm. there was an anger you know as an artist yes uh, being having a background of theater we are basically artist yes so we get anger so but that anger that you know desire to you know express those anger was difficult in theater you know theater i was find i was uh, finding it very loud mm. so i thought uh, why not i should make uh, movies and then uh, with a small short film i started and uh, got a good response mm-hmm. so people started liking my kind of cinema mm-hmm. then i made a feature film barefoot to go and that gave me confidence that i can tell my kind of stories in my way the way i want to tell which is slightly different you know these are not very dramatic stories yes. which doesn't uh, have the typical uh, you know film structure hmm. like True. you know they have to have mid end and uh, beginning or maybe a lot of drama yes but people started uh, liking it and that gave me a confidence to make more movies pravin you just mentioned people started liking your kind of cinema yeah so tell me tell me something when you when you say your kind of cinema is it that um it is difficult for you to go out and pitch your film and that's the reason you decided to start producing your own work yes uh, that's true that uh, i was very firm that i will uh, tell the stories the way i want to tell yes like whether it's a form or whether the content or whether uh, Uh, the kind of camera work or kind of music because yeah. i don't use music yeah. and in uh, india it, it's very difficult to conceive a film without a background music and i'm not using music basically yes so i approached in the very beginning uh, one or two big production houses mm-hmm. and uh, then i realized ki you no know, i'm not fit into that their business model true that was the reason uh, i thought of i have to make my own movies if i had to at all tell these stories i have to produce myself so when i produce myself i have full control you know i can decide what i want which way i want to shoot what i want to you know uh, which way where how whatever the you know cinema i want to tell i can then only tell when i am having full control yes so i started writing my own uh, screenplays i started uh, you know making film uh, the way i want the crew the kind of every control you know you can create your control complete. yes yes and that defines the final output because uh, what kind of structure we have in uh, industry if we call uh, the director has very limited say other than you know just directing true so the final output becomes very different what he visualizes 
Yes. So that was the reason I started uh, producing my own film. Praveen, you just mentioned in terms of the business model. Uh, so, would you like to elaborate that when an independent filmmaker like yourself, who is also producing his own work, who decided to produce his own work, what mm. is the kind of effort that's needed from your end as a producer? Uh, when you decide uh, that I make, I have to make a film uh, the way I want to make. The most important thing is the money, you know, uh, yes. because. Uh, again if you go to the pro, uh, you know some financer and uh, that becomes very difficult because uh, most of the financiers will not provide money to the independent filmmakers very difficult because yes. they know from where will they get the revenue yeah there is no, no certainty of the business or the uh, <coughs> return of the fund at the end of the day so what happened i thought uh, if i have to make the movie i have to earn money myself so i did a lot of other kind of you know stuffs business and making kind of documentaries and uh, communication films for different ngos and organizations and mm-hmm. i started uh, saving money so with a small money not big uh, saving you cannot do in mumbai right <laughs> so so i uh, would, you, would you would you like to uh, tentatively say a figure so that people can understand what is the kind of how they want to what is figure that they need to focus on the first film uh, barefoot to goa which uh, i could manage to release also and yes. get, uh, re- get the you know earn money also out of it mm-hmm. and we sold to the other channels and all mm. we made with 30, 35 lakh rupees lovely but but when we started we hardly had around 10 lakh rupees in the hand and with that money we we, we went to shoot the film Hmm. and uh, over a period of 6 month uh, i knew my cash flow how um, from where i am going to get money mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, in post production i managed everything okay. and that movie was held by almost uh, 100 200 some 16 or more than that people across the world to release the film in theater mm-hmm. they put their money they they put uh, you know fund into release mm-hmm. that was a possible with the public support but my most of the films now are in the range around uh, 50 to 70 lakh rupees okay because uh, uh, what is most important i find in cinema if you want to make an independent film you have to make it very international level film yes when you when you talk about international film is your uh, other departments you know like cinematography sound designing or color grading everything should be you know equal to the world standard yes or what kind of you know the expectations uh, film festivals have or any other uh, <coughs> distribution channel ha- has about it because they will not consider that whether you have made a movie with a 20 lakh rupees or 50 lakh rupees or 5 crore or whatever amount yes at the end of the day the film where it stands in the terms of story craft and overall uh, impact so most of the money goes into the you know the best crew best facilities best equipment yes and all those arrangements so it's a proper <clears throat> way of doing an independent film which generally we avoid in india mostly young filmmakers we believe uh, we, we can just focus on the story or some kind of you know uh, uh, cinematic uh, liberty or beauty and then film will hit the big circuit yes. but that doesn't happen easily so i believe uh, having a proper you know 
pre-production preparations and right investment, whatever money you have, should go into the right place, which reflects on the cinema's end of the day, the quality of the film is very important. Tell me, Praveen, in this limited budget, how do you choose your crew? And what is the number of crew members that you keep to? Uh, <clears throat> certainly, uh, uh, we pay nice to everybody mm. whosoever is working on the film. Yes. Of course, not at the industry label, but they know me now. My crew is more or less constant in all the last three films. The main crew. Yes. And, uh, the DOP from Iran has shot my last two films. And we are working on the third also and maybe fourth as well. Right. The thing is that... Uh, when you are very clear that what kind of uh, subject is and what kind of uh, uh, cinema you want to make, you, uh, uh, I particularly, I say, I start, uh, you know, meeting those kind of people, those who have the similar kind of passion, what I have. Yes. So my crew is generally 10 to 12 people, maximum. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we don't believe in, uh, in fact, I am very uncomfortable uh, at location if I don't remember anybody's name. So I have to... <laughs> So I call everybody by name, you know, that yes. is my benchmark. Lovely. The only 20 people will be there if I can remember 20 names. If 25, if so it's my ability to remember the name decides the size of the crew. <laughs> so so I never, nobody calls like a makeup man, please come here or uh, yes. a spot or something like that. What generally we know, we, we call by name everybody. Hmm. And everybody is free to call me by name also. Right. So we have that kind of very democratic and very small because this family kind of, uh, you know, weather, uh, weather in the sense, environment, I'm sorry, yes. uh, this kind of, this family kind of environment and the treatment to the, you know, crew, which is anyway is very small, makes your film very special because their effort comes from the heart. They don't look at the watch. They don't look at, so what happens sometimes the electrical, uh, maybe the camera, camera assistants are doing the lighting work. So the yes. lighting people are doing the some kind of you know uh, lens uh, or maybe some art and craft work. So it's like uh, there is no compartment of you know your specialization yes. in my. So everybody is helping somebody else. So that is very important to make this kind of cinema. Uh, tell me, how do you sell your film? I mean, that's another mammoth uphill task to find your right audience uh, and to take your film there and get your film seen. Yes, very true that uh, cinema making is very easy nowadays because of technology, technical aspects, everything has become much easier than what it was 30 years back or 20 years back. Yes. But at the same time, selling a film or even if not the selling the film, to bring it to the public domain, to take it to the festivals, right festivals, where it gets the right platform is a very difficult task, but not impossible and not that too difficult what it is being projected nowadays. Mm-hmm. The most important thing, what we believe as a filmmaker, mm-hmm. that we should make a good film. That is very important. Yes. What what product, people call it product, but I don't call it, what kind of cinema we are making will decide its fate. You know, uh, suppose if I'm making a movie on gangsters, for example, or something uh, different kind of cinema in India, Probably people have seen thousands of, uh, you know, such kind of movies all over the world. So festival have no interest. So what something new you are providing, your cinema is telling in in terms of craft, in terms of storytelling, in terms of the subject. Hmm. What uniqueness you are providing them. Yes. Are that which adds value to their festival also. 
same time because at the end of the day it is not like that ki festivals are not looking uh, for uh, different kind of cinema from india or any other country they are always looking good films at the end of the day they have to keep their audience also happy this yes. is my learning you know this is very personal learning so what happens when you make something like widow of silence uh, stories of uh, you know the half widows in kashmir uh, and nobody knew this uh, subject in the world mostly very few people knew about yes, it yes so it was a very interesting subject for them mm-hmm. and over and above this film is not a propaganda film i never thought of to make it a propaganda or some kind of righteousness or some kind of you know uh, advocating their uh, situations or something like that so it mm-hmm. was a simple very personal human story yes, right yes told from a very uh, perspective of the uh, mother you know like around uh, middle's mother the lead actress and people is started liking it you know so it has a different kind of you know attraction for the audience in us or in europe or in asia they wanted to know about it and so the film got a platform yes so yeah. that is all i i always say uh, when people ask me a lot of friends ask me ki how you easily you know uh, uh, approach the festivals and easily get into that i said you have to understand what the, what the audience is also liking across the world of course of course it is not possible that we can predict the theme that next year uh, like the movies about corona will be you know uh, <laughs> hit or maybe the movies about everything will happen so if you are making already there would be thousands of movies yes but even if you are making a corona movie about it what other aspects which nobody thought about it mm. so corona can be very small aspect of it but the other Uh, serious uh, issues out of it you can create the movies about those things and probably but you have to be very careful because everybody will be you know <laughs> thinking about the same day absolutely so getting the right perspective or another perspective yeah. is what is yeah. important yeah correct correct and uh, another thing i w- w- would like to add sure. if festival is one thing also if your movie is good people recognize you know a good movie immediately and they will try to approach you then maybe the sales agent approach you yeah. or maybe you when you go for the networking you meet but i have learned this thing whatever networking you have whatever relationship you have with the festival programmers or you know selectors or maybe the directly with the you know different uh, sales agents but if the movie is not up to that level nobody is going to help simple as that yes so the only thing what is in as a what is in our hand as a filmmaker which is very important is to make a good movie and for that we have to prepare well to make and tell the story the way we you want to tell absolutely and uh, tell me praveen something about your uh, the selling of the film like once you decide the budget and you approach an international a uh, buyer or a sales agent approaches you uh, do you keep um, what kind of if you would like to mention a figure or even if you don't want to mention a figure what kind of margin should a filmmaker keep in the sense that they uh, recover their money plus they can start the development for their next project see uh, when when i make my movie i feel that i start from that that i'm not going to recover anything out of it okay. number 1 okay so that the day one when i start writing that day itself i decide ki, okay this is the investment i am doing hmm. to create a piece of art or maybe a movie just to make myself happy so nice, what happens yeah. 
so when you have this expectations of you know no return what happens we we become very cautious in the beginning itself ki, okay we are not going to spend money just like that yes for anything so we are very cautiously we are very judiciously spending money on each and every aspect which is only helping the movie on the screen yes where do i stay where, how my crew eats or what time we eat what kind of food they eat or you know the kind of uh, hotels or traveling it doesn't become you know any issue at all you don't invest much on this of course we live comfortably and all but hmm. certainly not with a luxury yes okay so what happens uh, we control our investment in the beginning itself right that is very important when That's you don't know important. whether you are you will be able to sell uh, when we know that uh, we are not going to recover our investment or uh, we are able to sell the territories or uh, any kind of you know theatrical exhibitions we are not sure at the time when you are making movie so what is in our hand is to control the budget in the beginning itself so yes. that we very follow strongly this you know method and uh, the way we deal with the whole business of course uh, when you make the stories i also don't keep the calculator in my hand that okay if i make this story this will sell or this may attract the people or this may attract the festivals mm. you cannot do it yes. you have to make movies from the heart whatever you feel okay you you want to make cinema you make it you cannot make film with you know um, keeping all the strategy yes. in the beginning itself okay, okay yes. if i make this it will go to berlin or cannes yes. yes. absolutely not that's a the wrong approach and you know. and praveen my earlier podcast is about this because i've been hearing so much of that from you know filmmakers whom i talk to oh, you c- cinema cannot <laughs> be designed actually it's not a it's not a formula that you can do a plus b so it will come to you know something else no yeah. you just tell the story from the heart and if it is told from the heart it reflects on the you know screen yes. and when it is reflected they see the genuineness and your genuineness is your uniqueness you know that is yes. the most important thing yes. so you have to tell a story the way you want to tell in your style like an author like an author you have to have your signature on your cinema to yes. stand in this world today because today uh, i believe in a year almost 30000 movies are being made oh, around yes. the world oh yes around the world yeah. and out of those 30000 movies at least 10000 movies are being up, uh, submitted to the festivals mm. out of those 10000 movies hardly 200 have been told by some festival programmers also that hardly 200 movies are good movies which are distributing around four or five big festivals true and i don't that even know that even they have the capacity to see so many films while they're watching yeah. the films how are they going to watch so much work i mean oh they watch six, i can tell you very honestly 6000 films are submitted in sundance it is such an uphill task but they have a system you know i yes. can tell you why i i had a this kind of uh, you know what you call say apprehensions earlier also hmm. they might not be watching my movie so second film i made hmm. and submitted to venice you know online system and everything and i hmm. was thinking of a usual no will come but hmm. a usual no came but after a month i got a call from a festival from the rome hmm. you know and the selection committee member out out selection there are around eight people in the main committee hmm. they said they had uh, and they had their own festival one one member had a own festival hmm. okay and uh, uh, her assistant called me and said uh, we have seen your film while the process of selection hmm. it was wonderful 
we are sorry it could not get into the main venice mm. but we love so much we want to keep it in our festival here lovely so it it means the last even the committee the last selection committee have seen the film so basically the system is like that they, they there are many people you know like uh, journalist programmer critics mm. film lovers they have been given a you know system are 15 minutes watch the film 15 minutes and write your comments right they have they have made over a years a good team of around say 50 100 people mm. so every day they are watching 5 10 20 20 films like this and they are passing on to if they find okay this is good it goes to another person so like they watch like 20 films one person watches for 15 minutes yeah suppose mm. i'm giving the example suppose mm. Mm. so uh, not only one the same film we watched by three people right right and right. they have to make comments on their standard format okay, okay why it is not should be or should be or whatever the uniqueness they find right. and those people are not like you know normal students or somebody they are already like you know they are film critic or they are writing into the film magazines or they are a film clubs right. or a small festivals so there is whole team is spread over a whole you know not in a one country maybe seven eight countries for right. that matter right so so they watch it and then when they watch it and uh, they select so it goes into a process one by one by one and it reaches to the end okay and sometimes it's pure luck sometimes pure uh, uh, chance that your that year's theme matches your film theme it is much easier to get into it so if 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 you are lucky we get into the you know festival if not at least those those people recommend it to some other festival okay, okay just watch because most of the people are connected with other festival also so it's not that a selector in venice or cannes or berlin or rotterdam or maybe toronto any other festival for that matter they are well connected with each other you know so they recommend okay, okay you look at this film also so i am very sure we should never think that your film will not be watched how do you intend so uh, you know making your next film since you are producing your work you need to generate mm-hmm. a certain amount of money to get into your next film as well so mm-hmm. how do you do that what kind of circulations that you keep monitorly what kind of pitches you make in fact uh, i i never taken my you know my projects to any other producers yes. most of the time like even the mr manu who produced uh, the second film uh he somewhere heard about me and uh, with somebody mm-hmm. and who knew me that i make small budget good quality films <laughs> he told this this was the description he gave that uh, i make a good standard films but with a low budget which is very difficult to make in india like that and he called me and said okay I, i'm interested do you have any subject i said okay and within 5 minutes i had some in mind and i just told him i said okay i like it just go about it and we can go ahead and uh, i can find about it so it happens but look at the third film you know i produced myself because i approached a producer he said no you have to wait for one year because uh, uh, my film is getting released and if i get the good revenue i will invest in this film which which was very fair actually but i said i cannot wait one year because if i wait one year then i have to shoot the movie next one year after one year you know because the season is like this and then particular season i wanted to shoot and i i had already done twice uh, reikis and most of the preparations were ready in fact screenplay was under writing and all that because my way of uh, doing cinema is quite different you know i i go to the when i get the subject i get excited and within a week or two or three i i generally go to the locations i stay over there i try to understand the whole situation i come back again i go back after a month or two then the story starts forming into the you know mind ki what can i use what are the 
topographical you know assets are available there what kind of local people are there what kind of cultural uh, strength they have so depending upon whatever is available i form my screenplay right right so so it's a very other way uh, unconventional un- way of uh, doing the things hmm. so it's not that i write a script sitting in mumbai and then i go and make the movies it is not like that hmm. so i know my uh, limitations there that okay these are the things available and then i budget it and then i make the movies of course you are talking about uh, how i get uh, you know recovery from the yeah film so yeah. i can invest in the other projects yes so the last one i can tell is that important is that important it, for filmmakers important. to think like that as an entrepreneur yeah, yeah. it is very important that uh, when you make when you are making the movie don't think about you know your business model yes i'm not into that but when you make the movie then you have to start thinking ki, okay now i have to re- get some funding you know or some uh, either you get the fund on the basis of this film for the next project yes or you sell it and recover some money so you can invest in the next project yes because uh, you know we have to have a cycle yeah, absolutely uh, yeah unless we are super rich or having <laughs> some uh, some parallel business but if you have a parallel business you will not be interested in movie anyway exactly <laughs> yeah true so so what happened in this movie uh, widow of silence uh, Uh, the first festival i submitted uh, uh, in india because i knew uh, uh, i have a chance to at least win some award this was my internal you know assurance to myself and i submitted it to the kolkata international festival yes because they wanted the indian uh, premier and we won the best film award so i think it was a 7 lakh rupees award over there okay lovely that was hmm. that was that was a good good money you know to yes. recover some out of it if yes. you have a budget of 50 lakh rupees yeah. so it gives you good strength okay, okay now the film will travel at least some festival true then we got uh, uh, into the rotterdam and yes. from there it got a good platform that some some sales agent really loved whom i met in busan before yeah. it was premiered in busan so i met some sales agent there he just saw the film he said okay we'll come back yeah. and when it got selected after a month immediately in the rotterdam I got a call from the same sales agent okay I want to take the you know world sales rights and we'll try our best. And meanwhile you know it started moving to various festivals. Once you are in Rotterdam which is almost considered as a top 5 film festivals in the world. Yes. And uh, other festivals started uh, you know looking at the movie and inviting the film. So it was much easier later on. Absolutely. And uh, luckily it was pure luck again that we won two awards as a festival best film in Move festival. Hmm. So we got an around 15 lakh rupees award hmm. cash. Hmm. It was not in cash but it was as a release you know in the Europe three countries Holland Belgium and Luxembourg hmm. they will release the film and they gave me the minimum guarantee of 15 lakh rupees so we got the money from them. Lovely, you know, lovely. Just before the you know corona covid yes. started yes. Uh, the film was released on those countries. And then what happened almost it has been to the 30 40 festivals yeah so every festivals after rotterdam paid us a screening fee which ranges around 300 to 600 euro or something like depending upon the screening yes yes so you recover another 10 15 lakh rupees from there so if a small film like a 30 lakh rupees movie if you recover your uh, 35 40 lakh rupees it is wonderful but same time it is not happening with the, all the films you know because if i don't win there are difficult uh, you know path ahead to recover the money 
right right so you know i i really don't know how to say that in the beginning i told you this that i make when i make movies i feel i'm not going to get out of it anything yes other yes. than you know uh, telling stories and uh, taking out my anger against those situations <laughs> but if if in journey the film makes some uh, revenues and uh, help me to make another film it is good otherwise there is no regret sure sure absolutely and uh, you know in the coming times or the times actually we are in right now pravin uh, there yeah. is so much of clutter of content uh, amazon in in uh, uh, netflix you know this so watching and a content standing out and a filmmaker being able to find their audience to watch more content because i'm sure there are so many independent films sitting on the best of ott platforms uh, yeah. but people are not able to find those films a and second the filmmaker is not able to find their audience so, pravin tell me have you been happy with your process in terms of finding your audience uh, i would uh, certainly uh, you know agree with your uh, this point hmm. but i i have uh, a different opinion that hmm. i i think we should as a filmmaker hmm. I, i think okay, web series can be a content or yes. maybe a television series can be a content hmm. but cinema is not a content because hmm. when when i say i am producing a content hmm. means i am producing like a product for consumption yes that is commercial, commercial completely hmm. if i produce a content i i'm sure that i will be selling it the space and ad revenues this revenue or maybe Uh, air time i will be selling and i'll be making so that can be content but the kind of cinema we are making you know that if you are talking about the cinema yes we are talking about the film and i'm not talking about the commercial film what we are making bollywood because those are made only for business purpose yes. they are not whatever they say ki we are compared with the story or it was so strong that we wanted to tell to the world no that's absolutely you know hiding behind a uh, truth or whatever curtain yes. the real reason is to make money hmm. in bollywood but hmm. the kind of cinema like you know independent films are not you know uh, motivated by money or fame or name they are only motivated through a desire to tell certain stories hmm. desire to show that we we have some something to share with you hmm. and it's art it's art form so the the independent film can never be treated as a content or they never fit into the content uh, formula also hmm. right that is a that is a conflict we have so sometimes what happens when netflix come into india in the beginning yeah they were they they came for you know niche market like okay we will buy and support the independent cinema so they they took a lot of uh, independent films and they paid a good amount and it was a good good support system they like, okay at least we don't have theaters so we can screen our movies into the smaller screen like you know ott platforms yes but what happened after two or three years now everything whether is amazon or netflix or sony live or most of the things most of the ott ott is india are bearing uh, uh, movie because yes. movie has a complete different outlook and standard for the cinema yes rest all are becoming the mainstream films entertainment because mm-hmm. they know this is the biggest market if we keep commercial film on our platform people will watch and uh, that's that's a business model because at the end of the day the money is the most important part of the whole uh, setup structure yes so 
again the independent filmmakers are finding it very difficult to get any platform nowadays you know yes uh, the even the netflix is out of the reach Absolutely. Uh, amazon is out of the reach and yeah. most of the things of yeah. the reach yeah. so where we stand now so we we feel that in india this is the situation but in abroad uh, i have observed there are many many uh television channels otts are specific art platforms like you know where they screen our kind of cinema and mm-hmm. that could be a good source of uh, uh, money and to find the audience also because in india you have no theater no ott so where will you go and yes. very few festivals even festivals very few i mean hardly you know matters in india five or six not like a hundred festivals so you have a, a broader audience so the the only matter remains make a good film take it to the big festivals get into it be based on your strength of the movie and from there you show across the world absolutely and then that is the only way to find audience and if and then what happens once you make a good film i have learned very uh, big, big thing yes that if you make the good thing you don't need any networking or anything yesterday you know uh, our film is reviewed in uh, the new york times oh lovely congrats yeah, yeah lovely yeah. so thanks so it's not that i knew anybody just because my producer uh, sorry uh, my sales agent is releasing in uh, in a different format that is mm-hmm. a virtual cinema exhibition which is very new concept in america and he told me are you interested i said yes i jumped on it because i knew this is going to be big in the future Yes. So what is happening? If you don't get into any big OTT like Netflix or Amazon or anywhere big platforms, so cinema halls are launching the movies on their own website. Yes. So they are selling the tickets. So it's like a virtual cinema. So say suppose they they charge twelve dollars a ticket. Five dollars they are keeping. Five dollars they are giving to us. Yeah. And they have a big. they have a big uh, audience uh, database who are coming and online booking like pvr for for example in india if it is starts pvr is, is is not doing anything right now just shut okay but pvr start showing movies on virtual platform on its own website or some other platform and sell ticket okay i i will sell ticket at 100 rupees for this new film 5 rupees uh, 50 rupees i will give to the filmmaker and 50 rupees the pvr keeps it's a good avenues for everybody hmm. so there are multi uh, multi platforms available for everybody then yes the movies need not to go to the big one monopolistic uh, platform absolutely so i jumped i jumped on it and uh, it is releasing in us yesterday it got released lovely uh, and, uh, all over the us and uh, different cities different cinema hall chains are selling the tickets online and exhibiting the film and that is a new concept and new opportunity for uh, independent films Absolutely, absolutely. And Praveen, tell me, uh, in this entire process of making film, from yeah. conception mm. to the selling aspect, and then taking it to the right right audience, uh, mm-hmm. where do you find a couple of uh, you know places where the process can be eased for the filmmaker, where you know you find this loophole can be tackled? it's very difficult to say that uh, we can plug all the loopholes because mm. Mm. we don't know the where are the loopholes number one okay. uh, that is very important because every film when we start as a filmmaker mm. uh, and as a producer uh, we know that 
every film has a different challenges yes, right yes so um, if my, if i take uh, my experience i have learned one thing i make very fast films you know generally we finish the shooting in 16 or 18 days maximum 17 days or something like that right and people are surprised because uh, you have a team so i start from the human aspect right okay if you talk about the process the most important part of the process is the human interaction and your human resource what yeah. you have in your hand yeah so because if you have a limited money and you have to finish the film the most important thing is you have to have a very honest team yes which which can be trusted for any any way I meaning you know in the work wise the responsibility wise money wise and they they are the performance wise also okay they will do the performance within certain time right yes so what happens most important thing is the money management when you have a x amount of money you, you have to budget it nicely and control it nicely and make sure as a producer as a director and also as a you know uh, what do you call say cinema maker i would say in a whole hmm. that your money is nicely spent and accounted for number one you are secondly you have to schedule your shoot very nicely very tightly and uh, not like that you are a rich guy you can afford so we when we shoot sir 17 days almost for 20th day if it goes for any reason we don't have money to do anything right so we are very very conscious that we have to finish the things right now once you make the film you come back after shooting you have to be very fast in the whole process like the post production process what happens i have found here if you are not knowing your craft like sound designing or sound mixing process or maybe the di color grading most of the people will take you for granted yes they will say no it will take one month yeah. but i know the whole you know like uh, sound designing can be finished in 10 days mm, true because once you are clear secondly for example we we create sound designing here but when i go to shoot i tell my sound recorders over there record everything you know here only whatever sound you want you record it here so we don't need to create later on or for example that we do the sync sounding because if i do the sync sound in the process i might spend few days extra but you know uh, working with the non actors making independent film and the completely dubbing in mumbai in a studio will be horrible experience you know it will be out of control it will be taking a lot of time and you are in trouble then yes. if you are not able to do nicely you get stuck yes so certain processes you have to innovate in your way that okay mm. what what is required how i can achieve those mm. things without spending much time and money yeah. and resources mm. is it possible to record here record it here like a, like a, when i'm shooting a jeep why not i record a sound of the jeep turning over there why i go into the studio and then i create and you know do a lot of you know twisting and turn in the sound designing mm. Mm. so this is one thing again editing you know like in the process independent film you do not to go to theater i'm sorry uh, studios yes so then independent filmmaker you can uh, instead of going to studio hiring a editor hiring a big system and paying a lot of money it is good that you buy one mac system and edit at home with sitting with the editor yes it it saves a lot of time absolutely so these are the small processes you know uh, basically to cut down the cost and also do work fast which is very important because i have found most of the films get stuck if they stretch the time period suppose i shoot today after 6 month i am doing editing after 6 month i am doing 
by the time your creative energy is lost absolutely most of the time absolutely. not your not only yours but most of the team will be losing the uh, yeah. interest yes. so when we uh, when we shoot my movies are out is within 6 months so i complete everything within 6 months so uh, it's much uh, you know energetic to do faster work and a good work rather than you know spreading over a time and relaxing and waiting for somebody else to help which is not going to happen Absolutely I think that's a great advice Praveen and I think a lot of filmmakers listening to this are going to benefit out of this take charge of your own process it's absolutely yes. true thanks so much for those advices uh Praveen tell me three films or filmmakers that you always go back to Oh I I am a very poor film uh, <laughs> watcher I don't watch movies so in the whole of my life I have I'm keeping a track of it I think I have watched around 74 movies by now you know up you know so i i really don't go and watch movies a lot of you know to learn the things because i have a different philosophy uh, mm. i believe you know you don't need to watch a lot of cinema to yes. make cinema True. absolutely i don't believe in this yeah. because what happens if you watch a lot of cinemas i have seen the people like in film school uh, directors or yes. maybe many people mm. they watch every day three films four films analyze and everything yeah and what what happens they they collect a lot of information from different sources hmm. cinematic sources yes. so when they start writing they write cinema which is not rooted which is not coming out of the experience of their own life or their own society or their own uh, living in the real world true so what happens bits and pieces are coming from different different films so at the end of the day it their cinema when they make becomes a part of everybody's cinema you know like so and uh, it somewhere loses the identity it somewhere loses the soul and also the kind of uh, and it becomes a very generic cinema yes you know, oh anybody can have it where is your strength where is your imagination where is your uh, real uh, uh, what you call say creative uniqueness yes it misses this process so right from the beginning i was not very interested in cinema watching as such so mm. i haven't lovely much, yes. i don't follow any people people ask me have you seen this film i simply say sorry i don't watch because i feel sleepy and it is not only about the others movie i don't watch my own movies also <laughs> lovely okay okay pravin give me uh, one good advice for filmmakers first thing i always say don't listen anybody <laughs> <laughs> yes don't listen so if with uh, with that uh, caution whatever i advise is uh, you know having no value because i don't believe in this that somebody should tell me ki i should do this mm. because as a filmmaker it's your creation you have to you have to find your own ways that's very important mm. because your experience your learning your life uh, in uh, our society makes you rich and makes you uh, learn so many things right yes. and that learning is very important to make a cinema mm. because Absolutely. that will reflect so like my advice and my learning will not add you anything in your craft or uh, except it it can give you some encouragement that's it yes absolutely but still i with this note i still say hmm make your own film that is very important absolutely that's a great advice make your own cinema
so guys i hope you enjoyed the conversation um if you have any questions you know where to find us uh, you know our whatsapp number you have your email id everything is mentioned in the description and of course uh, do go and uh, rate us on apple it just helps us in uh, getting noticed so i'm rereading shantaram by gregory david roberts one of my favorite books a lot of people hate it a lot of people love it as well i just love the lyrical quality of the book uh, uh, and the complexity of the characters and the layers and the structure of it um and uh, i just absolutely love a lot of paragraphs that he has written with so much of heart and one of my favorite lines is right there on the front page chapter 1 first paragraph last line and it goes like this and the choice you make between hating and forgiving can become the story of your life take care and have a great weekend